where we promulgate that your physical, psychological, and financial health are your true sources of wealth that must be safeguarded and optimized to achieve long-lasting happiness. Here, we'll discuss tactics on how you may self-actualize to reach the pinnacle of authentic masculinity by embracing true libertarian principles, arming yourself with red pill knowledge, as well as implementing the most up-to-date holistic health biohacks to optimize your health. Stop being a blue pill sheep, being led to slaughter by big government and the court system. Become an awakened man. Here's your host, Gregory. Hello, everybody. This is Gregory. Welcome back to another episode of The Awakened Man. I hope you're doing well today. Today, we're going to talk about the unicorn. No, not the obsession of young children, but the NAWALT, an acronym meaning not all women are like that. So if you're not familiar with the term the unicorn in the red pill world, the unicorn is a woman who is not like other women. And look, here's here's the thing. Red pill is not misogynistic. We've already talked about it. It's against the court system, not against women. Do I believe that there are good women out there? Yes. Do I believe that there's unicorns? Yes. But the problem is a lot of factors have lined up to make marriage very hazardous toward men. So, and a lot of these were product of the left. So you look at radical feminism, not equality of opportunity, because most people believe in equality of opportunity. Radical feminism is fundamentally impelled by the devil. It's impelled by the belief of misandry and that men are replaceable. And cultural Marxism which created radical feminism. And if you look at the the blueprints of cultural Marxism, and in particular in the early Soviet Union, and if you know anything about the the, the Marxist dialectic, it is to pit everybody against everybody, pit the races against each other, pit the creeds against each other, pit the sexes against each other, pit black against white, man against woman, create conflicts, because conflict is going to be closer to bringing you to the proletariat, you know, paradise or whatever that they want you to have. So that's part and parcel of what they want. They want men and women fighting. The lack of Christianity, the decline of that, we're certainly in a postmodernist world. The, the absolutes that were pushed by the age of Pisces, the age of Christ, the last 2,000 years are going down the road of oblivion. So there's no more objective truths. The truths are what I make them to be. That's postmodernist thinking. And then social media, no-fault divorce, which has put a financial incentive to give to women to leave men, and other factors have made it quite hazardous for men to marry and has turned women into a threat. Now, it's not women per se. Yes, women are more emotional and reactive, which makes them more of a threat. But you could argue that men are more threatening because men are bigger and they can rape women. But the court system's there to kind of remedy, rectify that. There's nothing to rectify the over-emotionality of women because a woman's word is gold, a man's word is still lead, and that's not going to change. And if you want to get that demonstrated, have the cops called to a house and say somebody's been abused, and 99% of the time they'll arrest the man and not the woman, even if there's no proof for either. So the unicorn. 
So the unicorn is a belief that there are women there who are not controlled by emotion, who will not false allege you, who will not rage at you, who will not withhold sex and will be kind and obedient because the four factors that men look for in a relationship in a, in a woman is beauty, youth, virtue, and personality, and obedience, and kindness. So I guess it's five. The thing is, to make a man happy, it's not hard. It's just be always sexually available. And you can look at biblical quotes like the ones in 1 Corinthians. You should surrender your, your body to your, your partner. Both should. Age well, meaning don't gain weight. And don't get horrific plastic surgery to make you look worse than your natural aging. Be obedient and be kind. That's it. It's pretty simple. If you do that, no man will leave you. And as it is, if you look at the statistics, men don't leave women. We've already talked about the divorce rates, uh, or the 75% women initiated and 90% when they're college, in, college educated. So the problem is that the system is set up for her to divorce you and to take all your money and to take your kids. Are there women who won't do that? Yes. So here's the thing. How do you find out if the woman that you're dating is a unicorn? There's only really one way to find out. We know people hide stuff when dating. You meet their ambassador. She meets you, your version of the, the ambassador. She meets your version of you, which is your ambassador. You're not telling people on the first date that you're a rapist or that you have drinking problems or that you overspend or, you know, she's not telling you those things. And both parties, and this, this episode really could go toward both sexes, whether he's the unicorn I don't know about you. Know, are all unicorns girls? I guess they're not, right? I, I don't know if there's like some there's subspecies of horse. Either way. So the problem is both can conceal. And we know if you look at the cluster B personality disorders, antisocial personality disorders are more dominated by the men and narcissistic personality disorder as well are more dominated by men. Women are the more histrionic and the borderline. So both hide at the beginning. And if they're really good at hiding, they could tell you, oh, I'm not like that. Well, there's two things. If you've been burnt, let's say you've been, you've been divorced, raped, or you've, you've suffered the slings and arrow of a cluster B in the past, and you're just very vigilant and guarded, and so you meet these, this new woman, let's say it's a woman, and you're just your radar is up. Is she this? Is she that? Is she this? And she seems to say everything that's right. You still don't believe it. Right? There's a level of distrust. Or you tell her, "Yeah, my ex was this. She did this. She false alleged. She took everything. She took my kids. She's practicing parental alienation, or she withheld sex." Then you get the classic line, "Quote: I would never do that to you." The snowflake. We call it snowflaking in the MGTOW world. Because every snowflake is unique, right? So they're not all the same. But in fact, they're, most, they're mostly all are the same. And this is what the the men who go back to date and marry realize. Solipsism, hypergamy, these are all traits that all women have, even if they don't know they have it. I was talking to a woman recently, and I was trying to explain it to her. She's like, oh, I don't have those traits. I'm like, you've had them. You're wired into you since the Paleolithic era. Yes, you do. Just like men are wired to want to be with beautiful and young women. Can't unwire them out of that. Now, they can choose not to be with that out of choice or lack of choice. But when it comes to it, deep down, men want to be with young, fertile, beautiful women. So 
I'm not like that. Now, the undiscerning blue pill man will believe that. Oh my God, I found the unicorn. She says, she says she'll never rage. She says she won't withhold sex. She won't overspend. She'll actually cook and clean. She won't divorce me. But the red pill man would be like, yeah, I've heard this before. You're a values chameleon. You're, you're bait and switching. You've targeted me as a high sexual market guy. So, of course, it's in your best interest to hide all your traits, make them latent, and tell me what I want to hear. Love bomb. You're love bombing me. Blue pill men don't know this. Blue pill are like, oh, my God, she's, she's amazing. She's unique. See, my ex-wife was the was was the exception. And here's the thing. Both sexes are really good at hiding things even when you're dating. Even when you're dating. And then when you're engaged, even when you're engaged. Especially if you don't have a good radar. See, if you have a good radar and you're just really good at understanding human nature and just really observant, you will pick up the red flags. You know, I don't I don't drink, but then you'll notice that, that they do drink. Or I don't rage, and then on occasion she's raging or she shows instability. So that's great because all of you need to have discernment and uh, be observant. But a lot of men are not, right? With men, it's so easy to seduce men, right? Just sex and being kind and just telling what you want to hear. It's mostly just sex. <laughs> we're so easy to manipulate. And let's be honest. And we're not nearly as selective as women are. We talked about this in the previous episode. So look, the only way to find out if she is truly the unicorn is you have to marry her. And by then, you've lost the leverage. And now she's got you by the balls. Now, there are good signs. Look, if she's ultra-religious, that might be a good sign. But we know there's a lot of Christian women, megachurch Christian women, even uh, nominally Catholic women, and I'm Catholic, who will divorce you and take everything. So the, the fact that a woman is religious is not an absolute carte blanche that, oh, she's the unicorn, she'll never leave me. Trust me, I mean, the churches are full of divorcees. Now, she'll tell you everything you want to hear. I'm not like, I'm not this, I don't spend, I don't know, I want to have five kids, or, you know, whatever she wants you to think that you want to hear. Then when you sign the contract, then the bait and switch happens. Because now she has the leverage. You have no leverage. And so now the true colors will come out. Now she might rage eventually. You know, I'm not saying the first day after the contract that the, the ink is not even dry. I'm saying like within time, she'll show the instability, the raging. She's on a bunch of uh, antipsychotic drugs that you didn't know about. She did, Now she tells you about her early uh, sexual abuse. Uh, she's withholding sex. She, she, you realize she's got a hundred thousand dollars of student loan debt that she wants you to pay, and if you don't, then you're a quote bad husband close quote. And then you're like, oh my god. Then, then the 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 raging starts, the the disrespect, all the stuff we just talked about, like in the previous episode. Then you're like, what, 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 what? It's the bait and switch. And now you're screwed because you have no leverage because you signed the marriage contract, and now she can initiate divorce at any time and take everything. That's the problem with the unicorn. The only way to truly find out if a woman is a unicorn is you have to marry him. And by then, if you're wrong, if you didn't have good discernment and she's not the unicorn, you're effed. The other way, a kind of a a more subtle test is break up. Even though let's say you're dating for a year or two, because again, the cluster bees and the crazies and, and these women are going to show their good signs at the beginning because they're trying to get you in. Once you're in and you break up with them, 
that is always a good sign, uh, a good test, I should say, of whether or not they're crazy. Because we know this is the other time that women go loco or unhinged or, un- or emotional, especially if they still find you to be a high SMV man. Then they'll stalk, then they'll yell, then they'll false allege, especially if they see with another woman and so forth. That's a good test too. I've mentioned to men, it's like if you want to break up with a short-term or long-term relationship with a woman, just go very beta and, and wimpy and cry a lot and beg and pedestalize it. Then give her time and she will dump you because it's un- those, those traits are very unattractive. And then you get off scot-free and you're, you're, you mitigate the chances of her going cluster B on you. Now, of course, not all women are going to go crazy when you dump them, but some will. So going back to the unicorn. The, to me, the only true unicorns are going to be women, and this, and there's no guarantee, right? There's no guarantee, but women that come from ultra-religious communities, Jehovah's Witness, Hasidic Jews, small-town Mormons, ultra-traditional Catholics, small-town Southern Baptists, maybe, but not really, because the, the Baptists do believe in, in, in divorce and remarriage. So these groups tie their salvation to their religion. So for example, in the, in the traditional, and we only call it traditional because the radical left has infiltrated the church and destroyed it. But in, in 2000 years of Catholic teachings, which is just Catholicism, divorce is a sin. Divorce is a grave sin. You can't even divorce. We, we can't divorce in the Catholic church. What, what God brings together, let no one make asunder, not even in the case of, of adultery and, and so forth in the marriage. The only way that the marriage can be dissolved by the church is through an annulment because there was some sort of deception that occurred prior to the vows. Bad things that happen during the marriage are not grounds for an annulment. So either way, so if you have a woman who, let me drink some water, is ultra-religious, and you know these women because they have like six kids by the time they're 30 and they wear very traditional gowns and they pray a lot. And that they truly believe that if they divorce their husband, they might go to hell because God wants us married and God doesn't believe in divorce and divorce is a mortal sin. That's a great check on her hypergamy. Not to say that women don't all have hypergamy. They all do have hypergamy, but there's ways you can stymie hypergamy. And religion, despite what the atheists will tell you, how horrible it is, religion is a good way to stymie hypergamy. It is a way to stymie hypergamy. So that's one way to 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 find a unicorn is go ultra not your neighborhood's you know fourth baptist church ninth baptist church it's got to be ultra traditional women and even then there's no guarantees so men you need to have your radar up at all times you need to not trust what women say you trust women's actions not their words and you can say the same thing women about men. And see, men, that you have a lot more to lose by getting in a relationship. Women really don't. Look, worst case scenario, they get pregnant, they can have an abortion. They have reproductive rights. Men have no reproductive rights. If you don't want her to get an abortion, she wants to get an abortion, she's still getting the abortion. If she gets pregnant and she, you want her to get an abortion, she wants to keep it, She's going to keep it. Now you're paying child support. We have no reproductive rights, but she could abort the baby if she gets pregnant. If she gets in a relationship with a guy beats her, she can call the cops. The guy's in jail. They have recourse. We have no recourse. Woman's beating you. Good luck getting her arrested. Woman's stealing all your money or spending your money. Once you sign the contract, good luck. 
I mean, again, we've talked about this in previous episodes. So there's a lot of risk. And so I feel it's better to be distrusting of all women. I, mean, you know, I, I tell you, MGTOW monk is the most prudent way to live your life. There's no doubt because you don't have to worry about cluster B antics and stalking and, and STDs and pregnancies and court and all these things like that. But that being said, I understand that there's some men that, who don't want to go monk and they just want to do STRs, LTRs. So there's some risks involved there. But always never trust a woman because you should know. A Walt, A Walt, A Walt. All women are like that. There's no such thing as a unicorn unless of so certain highly exceptional situations. And understand, a woman has everything to gain by deceiving you. Now she won't see it as deceiving. She'll see it. That's just a smart thing, not to tell you for a month or two when when you're dating that she's got latent rage issues or she's been sexually abused or whatever whatever she's hiding of course she's smart not to tell you that because if she thinks you're high smv you might bolt and she doesn't want you to bolt because you're the golden ticket so a good thing to do is if you know the ex-boyfriends or ex-husbands of the woman you're dating go talk to them go talk to them because they'll give you their side of the story and the truth will be somewhere in the middle but the issue is this how do you find out if a unicorn exists you have to marry him. And by that point, you're screwed. You're screwed. So I would just tell you, don't even get to that situation. And don't believe in the unicorn, aside from very rare circumstances. And always have your radar up. If you're willing to risk dating short-term or long-term, always have your radar up. Work on your discernment. Work on your, your observant skills. And don't trust what she does. Trust what she uh, trust what she said. Don't trust what she says. Sorry, trust what she does. Always judge the actions, and understand hypergamy and solipsism, and understand the the ways women try to seduce, and just don't believe anything she says. Don't believe it, because you know the other the other shoe will drop. And of course, the biggest thing you can do to check this is never marry. Because you still have leverage. Men are the gatekeepers of relationships. Women are the gatekeepers of sex. And so you always have that leverage. So she'll always be on a better behavior as a whole if you don't move in with her and if you don't marry her. Because she still wants you to do those things. So she'll still be on the best behavior. She'll still give you sex. She'll still be kind or more of those things if you don't sign. Once you sign the contract, you lose all leverage. And the bait and switch can happen, and then you're going to see the true colors, and you'll realize that the first wife wasn't the exception. She was, in fact, the norm, and that all women are like that. And now you're in trouble. Guys, the website's Naturopathic Earth. Go check out all the articles over there. If you want to help us out, there's a PayPal link in the episode notes. Click on that and donate what you can, $5, $10 a month or one time. We appreciate it. We're Amazon affiliates. So if you click on the link to Naturopathic Earth in the episode notes here, it takes you to the website. Click on the articles, click on the food recipes, and click on the Amazon links. That takes you to Amazon, and anything you buy on Amazon within 24 hours through our links, whatever you want to buy, we get a 2% commission, no expense to you. You'll find my two books, Revelations of a Weight Loss Warrior, How I Lost My Weight and Kept It Off for 30 Years, and Confessions of an Obese Child, Why I Gained the Weight. They're both there on Amazon at paperback or Kindle. Need some help on the red pill perspective or weight loss or weight management? Contact me through the Clarity FM link. And please subscribe and post an honest review for The Awakened Man, for Confessions of an Obese Child, and for The Essential Oils and Herbal Apothecary. Until next time, take care. Thank you for listening to The Awakened Man Podcast. Find us on Facebook at The Awakened Man Podcast page. Subscribe and post an honest review on Apple Podcasts and consider donating to our crowdfunding account. And remember, 
Freedom is better than Needham. Until next time. Music attributed to Nine Inch Nails.